Before we get started today, What Rules is kicking off a new rebrand of our podcast for Women's History Month. This year's theme is so appropriate because it centers on celebrating women who tell our stories. It recognizes women, past and present, who have been active in all forms of media and storytelling, including print, radio, TV, news, social media, and podcasts. And in our new and improved show, we are expanding to include more women of color executives than ever before to make sure our stories are told. In today's episode, we introduce you to our new co-host, Courtney Copeland, who's definitely a trailblazer in her own right. Happy Women's History Month, and we hope you enjoy our new logo, new co-host, and new guest in 2023. Well, today's a special day because we are introducing our brand new host. Woo! Insert applause. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm so excited. Yeah, how does it feel? I didn't see it coming, but when you asked, I was like, of course. It feels so right. Like there's nothing else I'd want to do more. <laughs> I think that's how we felt, huh, Madadi? Yeah, no, absolutely. Why isn't she staying when you started with the intern? <laughs> you guest hosted the episode with Viviana and then mm-hmm. Madadi and I talked like right after and we we're like, oh yeah, Courtney should just do this all the time. And then I called you. Like it wasn't like, <laughs> let's think about it and- Aww. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was like, should I call her? And my daddy's like, yeah, do it. And I was like, okay, I'll see what she thinks. And then the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so easy. It was just like a no-brainer. I'm honored. We're honored too. And for those who are new to the What Rules podcast, Courtney started out as an intern with us doing a variety of things while she was in grad school, helping us develop programs for college students and thinking about the themes that have come up in the podcast and helping me organize what podcast episodes fit what themes and all of that. It was a really fun journey. And then she graduated and in life and then with us. And here you are. Here I am. It's so crazy to think how much has changed in a year. If you told me this is where I would be today, I truly would have been confused, like across the board. And I definitely, definitely wouldn't have expected that our informational interview would turn into this. (laughs) Like, I think I called (laughs) you for an informational interview in the middle of a midterm. Like I was like, I need to take a break. My brain hurts. Like, let's do this. And I remember you being like, we can do it another time. And I was like, no, like my intuition's telling me like today's the perfect day and like it just blossomed so fast. First, let me welcome all of our listeners to the What Rules podcast. My name is Elisa Monjadas. I am an executive coach, and I manage a B2B marketing agency called Stories Bureau. And I am joined by Dr. Merari Simeon. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Dr. Merari Simeon, and I'm an activator of talent, creating a world where multicultural women in positions of power are the norm. 
Welcome, welcome. Now, Courtney, you're going to be introducing yourself all the time on the podcast, but for today, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) What are the hats that you wear? Tell us about your life. Tell us everything. So here are all my life secrets. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love to start out with, I am a New Orleanian. Like it is such a big part of who I am. I don't think I would be anything that I am today if I grew up anywhere else. After growing up in New Orleans, I went to college in Boston, and then I moved to L.A. So I've now lived in three different regions, which is really fun. I now have two degrees in psychology, both applied psych, but one, my bachelor's degree, I literally had to think about it. It's not that long ago, but it feels long ago. Um, (laughs) And developmental psychology, focusing on child development. And then I went on to get my master's degree also in applied psychology, but business psychology. So studying organizational development. And I'm still really passionate about children, but I really wanted to study the systems that impact our lives as adults, which is our jobs every day. Um, Mm -hmm. So now I have the honor and privilege of working for a career coaching business, Self-Made Millennial, and I help our clients with career advancement. I'm an accountability and mindset coach. Um, and really invite the human element to helping people advance in their careers because it's so important. Our jobs are really just a part of our lives. So what I get to talk to our clients a lot about is what can you do for yourself on a day-to-day and how can you manage your time? How can you manage your energy, your mindset? Because all of that impacts how you show up at your job. I just can't believe it. I am so proud of you. Like, Even everything that you just described, like what you do, when I met you, you were still like, what is a coach? That's why I wanted to speak to you because I was looking into executive coaching and I was like, how did you get there? What is coaching? How did you find out about coaching? And now here you're doing it. Now we're doing it. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Courtney, you told us a lot. We are so proud to have you uh, as a co-host, number one, because you represent so many women that Mm -hmm. listen to this podcast. And number two, because you bring such a different perspective, right? Your education is different than at least what I have. So to me, it's just like, yes, I can learn so much from her. So I am looking forward to our time together so that I can continue to learn from the both of you and really keep moving forward and taking the podcast to the next level. But I wanted to ask you what we ask our guests is what rules have you broken to get ahead in your career? I love that question so much because I feel like I have not followed a single dang <laughs> rule ever since I was a and kid. And that's why it's I said just rules. Me. <laughs> 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 I honestly, like, I think just a little bit of context about who I am. Like, I've always kind of been that person that's like, okay, here are all the possibilities and this is what I've been told, but like, what else? I'm always seeking alternatives and I just have like a really open mind. Um, but I also, my background was is not linear. I wouldn't say that anything was paved for me. My parents sacrificed a ton to put me in the best environments possible so that I could have access to amazing education and resources, but there was no like blueprint, you know? So I really had to leverage my strengths. Like in school, I I struggled a lot with learning disorders and 
it's crazy to me that I even have a master's degree. And Elisa, I talked to you a lot about this. I never thought that's something I would be capable of. I really am passionate about education and I wanted to get there and the timing was right and I worked towards it, but it wasn't like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to apply and it's easy. Getting to like every step in my career, whether it's been my first job, uh, my first internship, my first adult job, um, I really like put myself out there. Like truly when I think of how I got my first job, I showed up to this boutique that I wanted to work at in high school. I brought them my resume in person and I kept going to the store because I didn't hear back for like four months. And I was like, hi, like, I just want to check in, see how you're doing. Like, I didn't call. Like, I would be like, dad, you need to drive me over. Or like, I would walk there somehow. I'd be like, I got to go because they haven't said anything. And that's really, that's that's my approach. Yeah, I love that you like went in person to the store. Like, how do they react? At first, they were like, oh, you're cute. <laughs> and then it's interesting because I even talk about this now over 10 years later with my current clients, like timing's everything. So I would go in there and if the timing wasn't right, I would go back and I'd be like, maybe today's the day. Until four months later, it was the day. And I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, what I love about it is you're persistent. You were persistent though. You didn't give up. You didn't take no for an answer. So talk about breaking a rule, right? You're like, okay, I'm not going to take no. <laughs> I'm going to come back. And when you're ready, just know I'll be here. <laughs> That's kind of me like all the time. <laughs> I love that. You know, you had uh, mentioned something earlier to us at, at another time. And you said, uh, I'd never hide behind a screen. Can you tell me more about what you mean by that? So reflecting on strengths and weaknesses, I knew like early on through school, me on paper and me in person are just very different. I don't think that me on paper does me justice as a person. So with COVID even, if someone's like, hey, phone call, like I'll always ask if someone's comfortable with a Zoom or I'll say, I'll drive to meet you for coffee. You did that with me, and I remember I was, like, annoyed. <laughs> like, not, <laughs> like, not annoyed it. with you, but I was like, I don't want to leave my house. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's not going to be that hard. We'll just meet halfway. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I love that. And look what came out of it, right? <laughs> well, But the question is, did you enjoy it once you were there, Alisa? Oh, yeah. I was like, we should do this all the time. And then the cough shop we found was super cute. And so cute. But that goes to say, right, doing something that you may not want to do. And look at that. You found a cute shop. You want to do it all the time. It's just being open to those things. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, Courtney was definitely persistent. I mean, I don't even know if you felt like it or you noticed it, but you're like, you just kept following up with me. And I was like, well, we can talk via Zoom. And you're like, okay, but how? I really don't remember. Yeah, that. you're like, how's next weekend? And I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, okay. You know, it's just like put yourself out there. The worst that someone can say is no. And you didn't say no. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess I stepped out of my COVID comfort zone. I mean, things were like lighter. It wasn't like in the heat of COVID yeah. or anything. That wasn't why. It was pure laziness. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> that was the reason why I didn't want to. What was your impression, Alisa, when you first saw her? Now you have this woman like being persistent <laughs> about you having Honestly, coffee with her. <laughs> well, before before I met Courtney in person, when she was had her midterms, I was like, oh my goodness, what is this girl doing? She's obviously never been to grad school because it was right at the beginning of her grad school journey and she was taking a break. And you know when you just connect with someone on, like, another level? That's what Courtney and I had. It was like, I think we were both getting emotional because I was like, I've always wanted to meet someone like you. I've always wanted to meet someone like you. We just, (laughs) the things that we have in common, I don't have in common with anybody, honestly. Like, we were both studying organizational development. We were talking about that. We were talking about coaching. We were talking about church. Like, all these little tiny details that I'm totally fine not having in common with people. But then, like, Courtney had those, and she had aspirations to join my field of industry. Like, that half hour turned into two hours, and we were both like, I can't believe we found each other. So I just figured out something. So my master's is in organizational development. So we have something in common, all three of us. <laughs> I mean, you guys can speak to this too. Like, I don't think that's very common. Most people don't even know what the heck that is. And studying yeah. leadership and all of that, like, it shows why we're, the three of us are here helping other women to become the best leaders they can be and advance in their careers because it's something that we're all passionate about. What speaks to this conversation to me is like our common values. And earlier, Mm -hmm. Dr. Marari, when you were asking like, what rules do you break? Honestly, when I said I look for mutual connection, like it's mutual values too. Like I really do. I want there to be common mission, common values, a lot of alignment. I don't even say this is like breaking a rule, but something I've always done is like I soul search a bit before jumping into that networking space. So I was persistent because I was very confident that we were going to get along perfectly. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You know, for me, I think the first time I met Courtney was on here on, on, on the, on the podcast. And I remember saying, okay, I know she's already smart because she's doing all this other stuff. That was the first time on the podcast. And afterwards, I was like, hire her, right? So (laughs) I knew you were smart. There was a connection. And then I was like, and on top of that, the faith part of it, all these other things that to your point, you talked about values. I'm like, wow, this is exactly what I would say is just somebody that can I can connect with, right? So smart, somebody that cares about empowering women. And on top of that has the same faith values that I do. I just, it was just perfect. So my first impression, it was like, yeah, let's bring her on. And I think one of the other things that, this is like a Courtney love fest for a few minutes, but. <laughs> it is, it is. This is why she's here. I she's mean, getting all the flowers own, own today. Your power, Courtney, just receive it. Because one of the things that I also love about you is your curiosity. And I think that's what we're going to see on the podcast too, because you're not just curious about the surface. You're curious about really unpacking things and understanding, well, where did that come from? And and how did you get there? And I think that's something that you bring just naturally. It probably has made you a good student, especially in you know psychology and all that. Just like, how does all this work? How do you think? I can always see you connecting the dots. 
and you ask really bold questions because of your curiosity. I love that observation. So, Corny, I guess the question for it for you is, what do you feel you contribute? This is a part that you contribute already. What else do you bring to the table? How do you plan to contribute to the podcast? Yeah, I think like that's such a big part of it for me is like asking bold questions that others may not ask, which full circle moment, like talking about my persistence and how I don't want to hide behind a screen and I care to show up in person. Like it is very genuine. And the bold questions that I want to ask is because I care. Like I want to know. I want to know because what you have to say matters. Like that's how I feel. So like our guests that come on, like, I hope that this is a space where they can talk about things that they maybe wouldn't otherwise. I would ask a question that could shift their narrative a bit and bring something new into the room. I would say that's number one. And then number two, also highlighting wellness, right? We're bringing in strong female leaders what are they doing outside of their profession that feeds into their leadership? How does that build them? Because it's so vital, you know? Absolutely. I love that you bring the wellness to it because one of the things that I learned through my research is the top CEO executives, they are all fit, right? The companies that are performing the best have CEOs who prioritized their wellness. Yeah. And I remember when we interviewed Sandy Lee, it was episode 51 and she's a CFO and she talked about how much she prioritizes exercising in the morning. She does it recreationally. She just really makes it a part of her life. And it kind of is like what you were talking about earlier, Courtney, like it helps you mentally to show up your best. And when you don't exercise, you feel it. And it's something that I don't think we talk about enough when we talk about corporate leadership. Not nearly enough. I think as well, if you're in corporate leadership, you're giving a lot of yourself to people all day long. And what I think about, not that I am a CEO right now, not yet, (laughs) we're getting there. But what I think about in my classes when I show up in the mornings is like, I tell myself like, this is the one hour a day that I can unapologetically not respond to anyone or anything. And not that people are contacting me at six o'clock in the morning, but it's the principle of like filling my cup and doing what I need to do for me before I jump into a day where there's so many demands. And it just feels so great. Because if not, I feel like, I'm gonna be honest, like I feel resentful if I don't fill up my cup in the morning. And I don't want to take that out on other people. It's not their fault. (laughs) No, but I I love that because I do something similar. Like for me, the spiritual piece and the mental health and wellness, as well as physical, is critical for me. So So what I do is I get up in the morning and this is my... I don't know, my emotional piece. I have coffee first, right? So (laughs) my emotions are settled in. (laughs) And while I'm having my coffee, I feed my spiritual. Like I read, I honestly, I read the Bible app and I read Bible plans and quick 15 minutes. There's other times that I do more, absolutely. But um, I wake up, 
have my coffee, do my spiritual, get the kids ready, send them to school, and then I exercise. Now, this is all done before 7.30 in the morning, but if I don't have that time to have my coffee and the spiritual side, then it's difficult for me to do the rest. But I also have to work out because then if I don't, everybody else will feel it in the family and at work and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. even myself, like, I'm like, why am I so cranky today? <laughs> so I, I totally respect making sure that I respect myself, that I respect my time. Mm-hmm. To me, that's critical. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> the types of wellness, spiritual, physical, mental, professional, and Courtney, it sounds like those are the areas that you're going to be our representative of like wholeness. Because we're asking women, how are you breaking the rules and how are you advancing and how are you getting ahead? And I think we would be remiss not to ask about the other parts of their lives. Like, how does this all integrate? Absolutely. Thank you. Because we all need the reminder. I mean, we talk about it a lot. I do. I have my routine, but I get stressed out about something. And the first thing I do is like, no joke. I just went and grabbed a piece of cake because I was having a hard time before. (laughs) My internet wasn't working. I'm like, I need cake. I need something to slow me down. Okay. The other day, Minati accidentally texted me, but she meant to text her mom to see if she had anything sweet in the kitchen. (laughs) She was like, what? That is so true. I didn't mean to text you. That's actually You know when I'm stressed. You know, when I'm stressed, because I'm like, I need something sweet. It's so funny because I, I thought I was texting my mom. I was like, oh, oh sorry, Elisa. <laughs> Getting the behind the scenes of Minati's stress days. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Do what you got to do, you know? <laughs> absolutely. So, Courtney, we've talked about a lot of things about wellness and really looking at your life from all angles. And I think it falls in line perfectly with our theme, Own Your Power, For you, how do you most relate to owning your power? It's interesting. I can't talk about this pillar without talking about uh, know what you want because a part of me owning my power had to do with going through the process of learning what I want. And the more I took chances, we've talked about this a ton, Elisa, like, I don't think I knew exactly what I wanted, but I did know enough to say, I'm going to take bold steps and keep going forward. And I pray it works out. Um, But there's a lot of power in taking leaps of faith. And then also the stories I was sharing earlier about like, how did I get my first job and how that pattern continued? Like that is also me owning my power. Like I will show up in person. I will show up on a call. I will be persistent and follow up and like, Hey, I'm here always, you know, with love and sincerity, but that's, that's also me recognizing what my strengths and weaknesses are. And I know that there's so much power in face-to-face interactions more than just picking up the phone and calling. So yeah, those two together for sure. I really love this idea of like going directly to the source because 
it sounds so simple, but it's not something everybody does. I mean, even myself, maybe a couple of years ago, I was like that. But, and I'll blame COVID. I love blaming COVID for everything. (laughs) Um, But I do get lazy. It just, that's literally all it is. Like getting in my car, driving 20, 30 minutes to meet you. It's not that big of a deal, right? But it takes getting those reminders. I go back and think about times where I've been persistent or I've shown up, whether people want me to or not. And I would encourage our listeners, like if there's any areas where you could show up more and you could take that like one step further, I would say, think about Courtney, how she was showing up for four months at this retail store to get a job. And there's something to be said about that persistence, that consistency, and really the intention behind it all, because it can work out. And I love that you bring all of that to the table today. I couldn't agree with you more. To me, personal connections are so worth it and so important because out of those personal connections, the relationships are formed. I mean, look at our relationship now because you said yes, Alisa, to having that coffee in person. Mm -hmm. Um, So they will absolutely open opportunities that you didn't even know would be there. To Courtney's point, who would have thought that? Just a coffee, and now you're here being a co-host. And now I have the opportunity to work with you. Absolutely, 100% support. Go that extra mile, create those connections, and build long-lasting, powerful relationships. Elisa, I have a question for you, actually, that I think a lot of people would benefit from. So meeting in person, I know it was like, gosh, I have to drive 30 minutes. But (laughs) what do you think was the impact of our in-person meetup and how it led us to where we are today versus if we just spoke on the phone? I think my personality is one that like, I want to accelerate people all the time. And so I think I, when I met you, I was like, what opportunities, like, how can I be a sponsor to you and just take you out where you are, you're in school. And like, if I could have given you a job that day, I would have. If I knew a a position, I would have. I wanted to do that for you. But meeting you in person, I think, accelerated it even more. I think it did help. But then it kind of like, it shifted for me. And if I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about this right now. I think it shifted the like, I want to help this woman do whatever to like, oh, I want to be her big sister. Like it kind of (laughs) like added that extra level of, you know, like just relationship. So I already had a lot of affection for you, you know, um, before meeting you in person. But I do think it kind of like pushed it over the edge, maybe a little quicker. It would have happened either way. Yeah, no, I think that's a great question because we meet so many people virtually nowadays, like you, Alisa, And I'm sure you too, Courtney, is like, hey, we want, this is why we're doing the podcast, right? We want to advance women and we want to help support the success of people. But I, I agree, like you can still do that virtually, but the in-person just takes it to that next level. It may be just the hug or just that extra laugh that we share together. Because even I go back to even when I met you, Alisa, it was, I don't mm-hmm. even think we did virtual, that we was on the phone, right? Yeah. And then we met in person. <laughs> and I mean, my kids, they were like, oh, you're talking to Titi Alisa? Like, you're <laughs> family now. <I> like, 
<laughs> and the other day, Naraya saw, she saw one of the videos and she's like, I know her, that's Courtney. And I'm like, yes. Like it's taken it to a different level that I believe, you know, Zoom and the virtual network has opened that because people see their family members. But, you know, I could tell you, my daughter has hugged you. They have touched, they're just like, this is somebody that it's someone they ask about. So you came in more in my family as well. Mm-hmm. But I think just that hug and that touch, even if it's just a shake of hands, is it takes it to another level. I, I feel more on the emotional, personal side. Yeah. What would y'all say to our listeners who are really on the fence about putting themselves out there and going directly to the source? I would say this is your permission to do it. Like, go for it. And push aside those feelings of discomfort and push aside those feelings that you might be bothering someone or they might get annoyed. They actually might. Like I said, I got annoyed with Courtney. (laughs) Um, But it was like a fleeting emotion. And, you know, I'll probably still get annoyed with Courtney. (laughs) I found this out for the first time today, by the way. (laughs) Didn't know you felt that way. (laughs) But I think it's a normal feeling because I don't know about you, but have you ever like made plans and then on that day you're like, oh, why did I even say I would go Mm -hmm. and do this? (laughs) I do it all the time. And then when I go, I'm like, I am so glad I'm out of the house. So... (laughs) I would say promote yourself to that next level. And that next level is I'm going to go and meet with somebody in person, go straight to the source, whatever that is. You have the ability, capability, and power to promote yourself to that level. So start there. Give yourself permission. What would you say, Courtney? I would say trust yourself and trust what's on the other side of that door. Every single time, truly every time, I have taken that leap of faith and I just showed up, an abundance of blessing and opportunity has walked in my life. So I would say prepare to be surprised. Want more advice on how to break the rules and outsmart the game to advance your career? Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and our website, whatrulespodcast.com, For more insight from our guests and hosts, and join our community on LinkedIn where we discuss rule-breaking strategies for multicultural women. What Rules is a project of Zara Consulting and is supported by the amazing team at Stories Bureau. This episode was produced by Alexandra Uresta with editing and music supervision by Joshua Ramsey and was engineered and mixed by Tim Ballant. Our podcast cover was designed by Delion Creative. Visit whatrulespodcast.com for more info, upcoming events, and all episodes of What Rules, including video, and make sure to give us a follow.